Haters Cultivators. Hello. Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about patriarchal cult of the devil. Ooh, I'm wow. Roy, and I threw it on the ground. <laughs> I ain't gonna be a part of your system. <laughs> uh, and I'm Fallon, a.k.a. Real Zong Jews of Yunmen. Yeah. Yunmong, excuse me. That's the them. It's the them. It's, you real know. Real sect leaders of Yunmong. Real sect leaders. The Thursday truest nights of the on truth. Bravo. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I remembered a thing. Yes. Uh, last week, I think we just started out talking about Skittles, so I forgot everything that was in my head. Yeah. Because I'm smart. Um, I remembered that there had been, like, some type of award thing, and our boy Lon Wangji won Character of the Year. It's, like, the best boy possible. He won the best he's boy the award. Best possible boy. He, truly. I don't know what to tell you, man. He's the best possible boy and apparently, of all the boys. Apparently, Wei Ying won it last year, and uh, which is the only reason he didn't win it this year, because when, once you win it, you can't win it. Again, the next year. Yeah, they're a pair. Do not separate. Do they not have separate. matching awards now. Like, <laughs> it's a thing. Congratulations to Lon Wangji, the only man to ever exist. Congratulations to Lon Wangji, the first man ever. The first man ever. The, the first only and only man. man. Who's going to win it next year? Modo's got a two-year run. Two-year streak on this. Uh, it's gonna be naming Joy. <laughs> it fucking better be. No, it's gonna be New It better be one of them. Yeah. If, 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 I mean, I've never watched a clip of these award ceremonies ever in my life because <laughs> I don't, I'm not 100% sure they exist. No, me neither. <laughs> but if I'm watching the clip and they read off the winner's name and it doesn't start with Nia, I'm gonna be real upset. Yeah. Because like, that's just how it is. Same. Just saying. It's going to be a travesty. It's not fair. Um, so the other thing that I want to get to before we get into our chapters, um, we're recording this on uh, Monday, January the 13th. It's January 13th. It's getting to be the middle of January. But you know what's happening next month? Yeah, you know what's happening uh, just about a month from now is Valentine Day. It's Valentine Day, and we figured that maybe it would be kind of a fun, sexy moment to do a special Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, just kind of a special, fun, extra little treat for everybody. Kind of a little treat. So what we were thinking... Just give, giving you a big box of content... Giving uh, you a big box of content and helping you to contribute to yeah. the content. We like to have contributors. We uh, like to have contributors. We want to get everyone involved. Uh, so, Valentine Day is a day for romance, as they say. Romance. Romance. Uh, so, what we want to do is we want to have a little fun with some content. We would love to have a little fun with some content. We were thinking that... It would be cool if we could have our followers, our listeners, our followers, our listeners, our sect members, our disciples, our, our disciples, <laughs> to send in a little uh, bit of writing. Yeah, send in a little bit of writing. It doesn't have to be more than a thousand words. In fact, we'd prefer it if it were a little under a thousand words because we're going to do, you know, it's going to be a pretty extensive special, but we want to get through as much content as yeah. we can. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Reading takes a little while. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, criteria. 
uh, under a thousand words. Yes. Um, we would prefer, you know, just in, you know, for the reason for the season, if it's, uh, you know, in some manner just focused on, you know, if not necessarily romance, then some type of companionship. Yeah. You know? Partnership. It, uh, it if, can... Uh, if it can be any ship, as long as it's not weird. Yeah, you know which <laughs> ships are weird. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. Um, we're we're not going to be as divisive as we usually are, because, you know, it is the season of love. Yeah. You give love, and you will receive love in return. And you speak so, it into existence. Now, the final part of the this... to give it part. To give this a true pod recesses twist... To squeeze in the lemon of pod recesses. This is going to have lemon in it. This is going to have lemon in it. Once you procure your piece of fiction, we'd like you to chunk it into Google Translate. Translate it into... Did we decide on a language? Any language you feel like. Just let us know. Viewer's choice. Just let us know what language you translated into. Some fun languages that we found are Malaysian, Vietnamese... Uh, 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 Thai is is very fun. Thai is interesting. Uh, Google Translate truly does not know what to do with Thai. Um, uh, Burmese? Burmese. Russian can be fun sometimes. Oh, Russian can be very fun. Russian can be extremely fun. So, we would like you to take this wonderful work of fiction, chunk it into Google Translate, translate it into another language, Take that language, translate it back into English. Send us the retranslated version for us to read. Yeah. And we'll try to guess, uh, you know, we'll try to gauge how close we are to it. We Maybe you can send us, send us the original version, the original native English version. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not going to look at it until after we've read the, tra- the retranslation. Yeah. W- until after we've seen what Google Translate has done with it. Yeah. Uh, so the final thing, uh, let's let's keep it rated under teen. Yeah, just kind of that criteria. Thirteen and under. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not gonna be. I don't want to be reading about dicks and butts unless it's like extremely fucking funny, um, but yeah. not in a horny way. You know, like I don't want to. I'm not reading pornography on national podcast. International no, this isn't podcast. that kind of podcast. Thank yeah. you. So you know, uh, let us know. If you have any cool ideas for this. Yes, yeah, send I'm them certainly, in. Yeah, please send them in. I'm certainly willing to listen. <laughs> send them to... You would love it. You've got to love it. Send them to cloudrecessespod at gmail.com and uh, put as the subject Valentine's. 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 And you can probably, you can send it in the body of the email. You can send it in a doc if you want. Yep. Just make sure make sure the original English is a little bit hidden because we're going to keep that as a nice little surprise for ourselves. Yeah. That's that's us eating the chocolates out of the box without looking at the little legend that tells you where uh, in the box each flavor is. Wow, I really want some of those chocolates now. Right? So when we eat one and it tastes like toothpaste, we just got to, you know, guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's great and fun. It's good and fun and we like it. Get those into us by what fucking day of the week is that? Uh, Get them in by 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, February 10th. Monday, February 10th. Sounds pretty good, right? And we'll have, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll read them. And we'll get that thing posted on Valentine's Day itself. And it'll be good fun for everybody, I think. I think it'll be kind of a fun, sexy time. I think it'll be kind of a fun, sexy time for all involved. 
So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That should be fun. Um, I'm really, I'm really kind of excited about it. It's I'm really, super excited about it. Yeah, actually. dude. Hell yeah. Uh, so with that being said, with our big announcement being happened, uh, do you want to get into our chapters this week? Let's get into our chapters. Let's do a little bit of chapter delving. Let's delve into some fucking chapters. We read chapters 23 and 24 this week, parts one and two of the Malice arc. Um, menacing. Yeah, menacing. Go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Um, so chapter 23, where we're going to start out. So Jinleon kind of wakes up, but he's super out of it and like zombily tries to head back inside the wall. But Wibishan stops him pretty easily. Uh, Jinleon's dog is waiting for them outside, and as usual, Weiwishan is terrified, but it turns out that Fairy is holding a piece of cloth in his mouth, and Weiwishan and Lan Wangji do some brain stuff and deduce that it's from whoever set up the maze array and released the corpses and all that stuff. Uh, they decide, let's split up, gang, and Lan Wangji takes Fairy, and they're gonna go find, they're gonna go track down the culprits! While Weiwishan takes Jinleon down into the city, and they get set up at an inn and fix him up, and they'll meet up ASAP, kind of, you know, whatever. They'll meet up in the city. So they do that. Uh, Weiwishan has to take off Jinleong's clothes to look him over and make sure he's okay. But, uh-oh, Jinleong's got a curse mark on his leg. That's bad. Uh, it means he pissed off a spirit, and it's going to use that mark to hunt him down if the mark doesn't spread all over him and kill him first. So Weiwishan finds that the curse mark is, like, only on his leg. It hasn't spread all over him yet. But uh, before he can do anything to try to, you know, keep it from spreading any further or stop it, or whatever, uh, Jinleong wakes up and starts accusing Weiwishan of some shit that I don't like. <laughs> Weiwishan says, why are you booing me? I saved you. Uh, <laughs> Jinleong grabs his stuff and runs out of the room. Weiwishan runs out after him because he's got to tell this little clown he's got ghostly house arrest anklet disease. <laughs> uh, but he runs into him getting chewed out by old sec leader rude boy Sandu Shangsho Jiang Wanyin. He's back. Uh, Fairy shows up, which means that Lan Wangji must be nearby and done with his shit, but Weiwishan gets too scared of dog to think and runs right into the public shaming of Jin Rulan by the uncle Zhang Wanyin. Zhang <laughs> uh, Sheng immediately turns into a wild chimpanzee and drops everything so he can whip Weiwishan, grab him, and drag him into a shop for a round of whatever's gonna happen in chapter 24. <gasps> Who could guess? Gasp. So this chapter starts with the enigma of Amigara Fault. <laughs> a little bit. This little hole, bit. it was it was meant for me. <laughs> yeah. So Jin Leong basically, you know, he sleepwalks back into his hole. Yeah, he wants to go like, be in that hole. He's gotta hmm. be in there. It's made just for him. It's his special bedtime hole. And Wei Wushan's like, oh my god, not this shit again. And he's he like pulls him out of the wall and it says he found it both hilarious and strange. Uh, yeah. Which is it's a delightful combination it's very of words, isn't it? I like it. It's very good. Uh, so Fairy is outside. We don't know Fairy's name yet. Not yet, no. But we're going to refer to Fairy as Fairy because saying the dog a million times like we've had to read in these past few chapters is going to make my mouth fall off. I know. It makes me angry. <laughs> so, uh, Well, sometimes we get the spiritual dog. We get so the sp- don't discount that. That's true. We get the we'll dog. Spice. We get the spiritual dog. We get the black-haired spiritual dog in many cases. Yeah, Which is lots. a big ol'... I'm sure it rolls off the tongue a lot more nicely in Chinese... But it's a big old mouthful in English. It sure is. Um, and poor Fairy is just, he's such a good boy. He or is a good, good girl. We, we don't know what what Fairy is. It's not their fault that Wei Wushan is, like, PTSD terrified of dogs, I know, you know? and poor, like, 
like, poor both of them. Wavishon being right. scared of fairy is just making fairy scared. Yeah. Like, you can see that, like, I fairy's mean, that's just... what happens with dogs. You know, yeah. you gotta, they, they... They respond to human behavior. They respond to human behavior. The energy that you exude is going to be the energy that they mimic. They're just you know, little they're vibe mirrors. That's into all. It. They're vibe mirrors. It's a good dog. So, um, just like Giddy. Just like Kiddy. Our cat is up here podcasting with us. She's sitting behind the laptop on the back of the couch. Queen of sitting. A good time. Yep. Chilling. She's vibing. Speaking of vibes. Anyway, um,. So they like in pretty short order because they they're like you know they're panicked they have a an unconscious boy that they have to tend to and they don't know what like the extent of his damage is yeah so they have kind of a Weibushan and Lan Wangji have like kind of a rapid fire uh, back and forth about what to do yeah uh, and Weibushan's like let's go find him and Lan Wangji's like. I know who they are because, yeah. like, he always knows who they are. He knows are. everything about everything all the time. He, it is known. It is known. It is known. That's it. <laughs> it is just known. It just be fucking known. What do you want from me? And Wei Wushan's like, yeah, I know too because, of course, he knows. He's smart boy. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, somebody, somebody who must have like done all this, let out the walking corpses, and set up the mazeray and shit just Which, to make it harder for us, and like fucked up, fucked with those sabers, but like. We gotta go after him, because, like, it's gonna be a pain in the ass if we don't, and then we have to catch him later. <laughs> I don't wanna. And then Wanchi's like, okay, fine. I'll do it. But, like, what about your boy? What about your boy? What about the baby? Uh, and Wayne's like, I got this. And, um, it, like, Lan Wanchi, like, hesitates before he leaves. He doesn't want to leave Wei Wishan alone for, like, yeah. even a second. He's like, okay, I know I gotta do this, and I'm gonna do it, but it fucking sucks. I don't want to be... This is the first time they've, like, been apart at all. Yeah. I think. Yeah, except for, like, maybe, like, a couple hours when uh, Lan Wangji went to his his Cold Springs bath time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. It probably definitely sucks for Lan Wangji yeah. at this point, because it's like, well, he was dead for 13 years, and now he's back, and, like, I feel like if he leaves my side, he'll probably just die again, and this will all have been a dream. Oh, yeah, but, especially you know. because Weibushan is out here going, like, no, 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 I got this. Yeah, exactly, and, like, of course Lan Wangji doesn't want to be a freak about it, you oh, know? Yeah. So he's like, well, Yeah, okay. he's trying to be normal. Uh, he's trying which, to be normal. Yeah, fat fucking chance. Um, nobody's normal. Uh, he might be the best man, but he's not normal, so, um. Yeah. But, um. And that's Okay. But yeah, and then so Wei Wishan, like, he gets, is this when Jin Leong, he gets, he gets him down to the city and he takes him to an inn? Um, or does well, he look him over here first? <laughs> first of all, first Lan Wangji turns to leave, the dog comes back and Wei Wishan's like, get it the fuck out of here! Yeah. He's like, please take this dog! Lan Wangji has to turn around and take the dog out with him. And then, like, of course... Fairy is reluctant to leave Jin Leong because yeah. he's injured, and that's that's Fairy's person. That's Fairy's boy. But you, you can't know, mess with a dog's boy. It still it still goes with uh with Lan Wangji and Wei Wushan's like okay cool cool yeah okay I got it. now now it's now it's gonna be good it's fine there's so, no more dog then he picks up young man like sack of rice <laughs> and they go down the Xinglu Ridge yeah they the go Xinglu down Ridge Ridge they go down the 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 Uts Ridges. 
The Etheridges. Uh, and they get a room. Our kitty is being so fucking She's cute right now. She's being very cute. Why is she queen of baby? She's anyway, queen of baby. Um, they get down there and uh, this and is they're, where... they're dirty and nasty. Yeah, so they're dirty and stanky. Like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, they've just been in a room full of, like, dead, st- fucking stale, to- stagnant tomb air. Stale tomb air. Stale tomb air. flavor of 2020. This is a potato chip podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and this like, is like yeah, this is like where we find out that uh, Jin Liang has the curse mark, yeah. and we get a description of like what it means, and it's it's it, exactly what I said. It's ankle bracelet disease. It's ankle bracelet disease. It's like if you offend something of quote unquote extreme malice, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like it's basically like you're marked for death. Yeah, and it. It says it literally says it if you offended something of extreme malice and it honestly just makes me think Jin Leong did something like walking into the crypt and going, mm, it smells poor in here. <laughs> Stop being poor. Oh. These he probably people did. have such terrible taste. He, <laughs> he probably walked in and said, hmm, this stagnant tomb smells like stagnant tomb. And, uh, he, he's, he's, this is a disrespectful boy. How the fuck dare you? (laughs) That's the saber voice. That's what a saber sounds like. That's what a saber sounds like. (laughs) You boy, you gotta get in my wall! (laughs) That just sounds like your Edward Elric voice, but, like, times about 500. What is this crap? What the heck is this crap? We didn't ask for this. This isn't what we wanted. Where is this square? Oh, God. I feel a little bit bad whenever I use that voice because the this isn't what we wanted thing is like directly after they uh, turn their mom into a horseshoe crab. Turn their mo- ah! <laughs> into a horseshoe crab? Yeah. I really hate that. Yeah, they... Oh, my God. Uh, but, um... So, yeah, Wei Wishan is poking around, <laughs> looking at looking at Jin Leong's leg. Yeah, he has to, like... He has to take some of his, like, outer layers of robe off. And yeah. we get, like, um... Uh... It says that, like, he gets down to his, his undergarments. And then we get a very helpful, uh, translator's note about ancient Chinese vampire times underwear. It's a, it's like literally <laughs> undergarments. And yeah, then they it's have like panty an, underneath. <laughs> yeah, so he's in like, he's in like a, like a shitty little bathrobe, basically. And it's not like his, he's not in like his tidy whities is Whoa. basically what the translator's note is saying. He's little, a little chino <laughs> material, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not in his little baby Andrew Christians. He's just in, um. Jesus Christ! <laughs> he would. <laughs> he's just... He's just in his underrobe. So, he's in his um, underrobe. So, so, so just so like, which he's I think not is doing anything on tour, right? Which I, and I think it's it's good that they included that, and it's good to have that for reference because it makes yeah. the next little exchange a little bit weird if you don't know it. But yeah. um, and so you know, Jin Leong wakes up and assumes the worst, and <laughs> this is so fucking good. So and Wei Wushan's like, oh, sup? Yeah. <laughs> He's just so like casual yeah, and chill about it. I love how when he isn't being boundlessly enthusiastic about something, he's being nonchalant for the bit. Yeah, <laughs> he's just really chill. Good. Yeah, because he knows that Jin Liang is gonna flip out, and he knows that like the thing to do to rile him up and to be a bastard is to just like be chill about it. Yep, fucking idiot. So so he's like 
So Jin Leong wakes up and he sees that he's down to his under panties, his panty robes. And uh, he immediately is like, where are you touching me, you gay? And, um, I hate it. So and, yeah, he says some homophobic shit, which is bad. But then Wei Wuxian, like, isn't being weird about Mo Yu's gay here at all. No. He's just like, because he isn't making, he comes back at him in, like, a very lighthearted way. Um, cause Jin Leong says, uh... I'm not gay, bro. Yeah, he says, I'm not gay, bro. And Wei Wuxian says, uh, I am. And, what a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, he says, what a coincidence, I am. And, um, it, but he's like, he's not making an inappropriate joke at all. And I had super thought, like, he did still at this point, but it's actually, like, almost the opposite. Yeah. He's like, he's like pointing out how irrelevant and stupid it is, like, especially at this moment for Jin Leong to be making it an issue. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, and, like, we get, like, just a little bit further down, it says his expression and tone were as kind as those of a grandmother who wanted to put on a jacket for her grandson, <laughs> which is so good. He's just like, all right, okay, sonny, we just, okay, I'm gay, sure, okay. And just, like, putting it, <laughs> trying to get him all fixed up and cleaned up, and Jin Leong is... 14 and having a fit about it. <laughs> He's so stupid. He's and so stupid. He's like, what's going on, man? Like, come on. I was just, I was just messing with you. And Julian like, literally says, had it not been for the laws of this land, I would have slaughtered you. He literally does. And he like, <laughs> he like preens himself before he says it. It's a little bit of his dad peeking. Through, oh yeah. You know? Oh, that's so good. He's like, I dig you out the- of the wall. 15 years I've been in. Well, Two years I've been in your life. I dig you out of the wall. I ain't even get a thanks. <laughs> What's a guy gotta do to get some respect? What's a so, guy gotta do to get some respect around here? He's just, it's so good. He's like, it's so good. Um, And he's so, like, he's like, if not for the laws of this land, I would have slaughtered you. Yeah, he, and he, he got Sean's still like, good before he says it too. He, he got still good before he says it. And Wei Wuxian's like, please don't. Dying once was already painful enough. Like, he's yeah. not, he's not even fucking trying identity <laughs> fucking i guess potentially because he knows jin leung is too preoccupied to notice the slip but probably because wei wishan forgot he was supposed to be doing a mushuan you thing uh, yeah he's just too wrapped up in trying to save this boy from ankle bracelet disease yeah from ankle bracelet death disease yeah so um so jin leung like puts up a big fight the whole time and he um He's just kind of being rude and a, a teen about it. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, he eventually he like ends up grabbing all of his stuff and just running the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, and um, fucking I guess it's sort of tough to face the fact that sometimes the person you formed preconceived notions about from gossip is actually not that bad. Isn't that weird how that Save, happens sometimes? Like, maybe even saved your life even? That's fucking weird that that... <laughs> Is like maybe a thing that happens on it's occasion. Crazy and weird, right? Who, who'd have thought? So but yeah, Jin Leong storms out. Yeah, he runs out, and Wei Wuxian's like, "Oh shit, I still gotta tell him he's got ankle bracelet disease." So yeah, he's got DUI like, disease. So wait, come back, and Jin Leong's like, "No, don't follow me." Yeah, <laughs> the, don't follow me. Like, it's, I don't know if you do the same thing, but like, I can't help this. Every time I see "Don't follow me," I just think of Lemon Grab from Adventure Time when he's <laughs> running away. He's like, "Bye, don't follow me." <laughs> Hey, they're both yellow. They are both yellow. That's my thing. It's the consistency of the thing. J- Jiggy and uh, Jin Leong Lemon Grab. It's Lemon Grab. That's what I think. I like it. So, uh, so Wei Wuxian, like tries to follow him, and he uh, he runs into hearing a man 
uh, screaming and yelling and being mean, and he knows immediately that it's sec leader rude boy Sandu Shengshou Zhang Wanyin. Well, you can tell by the way I bitch and though that I'm Zhang Wanyin. Sandu Shengshou. He knew immediately. He was like, oh, that's that sputtery ass bitch has to be Zhang Wanyin. <laughs> crotchety old bag. <laughs> There's only one man who sounds that unpleasant to everybody that he talks to. It can only be one. He's the it's fucking be my bro. He's fucking just so unpleasant to everybody. He's the Awful. He Zhang Sheng is the public universal enemy. <laughs> the public universal asshole. Yeah. So he definitely um, is. And Wei Wushan's like, "Nope." He slides off. Yeah. But he, like, he kind of stands by, is, is he, like, hiding behind some bushes? Yeah, or did I just he's, picture like, him eavesdropping. Doing he, yeah. like, slides into an alleyway. Yeah, and so John Cheng is, like, scolding Jin Liang for running off and trying to do big boy cultivator stuff uh, on his own. Um, Jin and Liang's he, like, it's fine, it's not even a problem. Like, I'm a I'm big not boy. even hurt, I'm a big boy. And, um... <laughs> John Cheng says, "Like even if even if you're thirty, I'll still keep disrespecting yeah. you and treating you like a baby. It's so good, and like, fucking yeah. That's really good." And Wei Wushan <laughs> is listening to all of this, and he's like, he just like sleuths out his own gossip oh, yeah. about them. It's like, oh, okay, so apparently he didn't come to Chingha alone. They must have had a fight, and Chen Liang went off. And of course, since he's fifteen and an idiot, yeah, he got himself into some shit. And now he came back and jumped. Oh, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Like he's yeah. so self-sufficient. Oh yeah, he just sluice out his own gossip. Yeah. <laughs> he figures it out. It's good, and he's like, "Yeah, John Chung's like, fucking, you know, you're gonna be thirty years old, and I'm still gonna be out here beating your ass." Yeah, which is so funny because he doesn't. Yeah, at all. He that's never like, once, and that's a thing once that in like his life does he touch. Does he lay a hand? Yeah, never on the boy. And we'll we'll get to that in more detail in the next chapter. But he's that just, does not necessarily make it any better. Yeah, we'll get there. But um, but just yeah, he says. <laughs> but yeah, Zhang Cheng calls Jin Liang a forever baby. Um, yeah, and um, he's just he's so he's very very mad, and it's all because like I mean, this is the only person that he has left. Yeah. Everybody else is dead. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I mean, I guess we could talk about it more in the next chapter, but, I mean, the people who, and this is a big ol', I'm using this term liberally and with a huge amount of scare quotes, um, raised Zhang Cheng <laughs> were never too, like, one of them showed no affection to him whatsoever. And then the other one, uh... Was abusive. Yeah, so, like... He did not have very good examples. Yeah. At all. Yeah, which isn't to say that it excuses some of the shit he does, but, like... It, it, it explains it. It Yeah, it explains it, it doesn't excuse it. Yep, there you yeah. go. So, but yeah, so he's... They're yelling, uh, and then... They're yelling, and Jin Liang's, like, being contrary. He's yeah. like, I went alone because I didn't want anybody to help me or, like, beat me up. Yeah. So, <laughs> suck on it, Dan. <laughs> you were being mean to me, Juju. 
You're being mean to me, Jojo. He's just like back talking him. Yeah. And you know he provokes Zhang Chung because he knows Jojo won't actually do anything <laughs> to him. What would Jojo ever do? What would he ever fucking do? Fucking take his Nintendo Switch away for an hour. <laughs> Jojo says it's my turn on the Switch. God. <laughs> Jojo just wants to take the Switch and play some Katamari Damacy for a minute, okay? <laughs> yeah, who else is he going to share it with? He's got nobody to share it with. Fucking Jinleong has two Switches. Ew. <laughs> He's got two switches. Both of them, Jin Guangyao gave them to him. He has the portable one and the one that he always keeps in the port. Yeah. <sighs> God, I hate that so much. <laughs> no, you know what? Jin Guangyao didn't give him two switches. Zhang Cheng and Jin Guangyao both got him a switch for Christmas. Yeah. Jin Guangyao knew that Zhang Cheng was going to get. Jin Leong a switch so he got him one too to see which one Jin Leong would return so he could see who he was better allegiance to and Jin Leong was just like cool two switches you know what no you know what I think it is Jin Guangyao got him one for like his birthday yeah and then Zhang Cheng saw that and was like oh shit yeah I should probably like show my affection for people with like gifts like, you know, not not in a way that, like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm buying their love, but, like, oh, it's good to, you know, uh, it's good to just display affection that way sometimes. Yeah. To show that I'm thinking of them. Oh, and he likes games. I'll get him a game. Uh, yeah, just, like, goes into Target last minute. Uh, yeah. Not thinking of anything that Jin Leong wants. Like, he wrote down, um... He wrote down, like, a list of the things that Jin Leong wanted for Christmas and then forgot it at home, and he was too lazy <laughs> to go back and get it. And so he just goes into the story. He's like, fuck, okay, what does what does a freshman in high school want? Uh, fuck, I know. Uh, he likes fucking, games, right? He and likes he games, Nintendo Switch. And then he's, like, five minutes away from home when he remembers Jin Leong got a Nintendo Switch for his fucking birthday, and he's like, shit! And then he but gets... He does it. He's too... He's too committed to it to turn back around. Yeah. So when so when he actually does give it to him, you know, he wraps it up. It looks decent. He's not the best at wrapping presents, but it looks like passable. Like he managed to cover all of it with wrapping paper. You know what? I actually I contend that I think that Zhang Chung is anal retentive with wrapping <laughs> paper. I, you know I what? I think appearance is very important. To yeah, him. you know what? He's he's very good at it. But he's always, there's always somebody who's a little bit better at it than he is. Oh, yep. Like, yep. they put a little bit more thought into, like, color coordination and, like, decorations and shit like that. So he gets there and he gives him his present and he opens it up and he's like, oh, a Switch. I already have one. And uh, that's when uh, Jiggy in the corner is like, oh, how thoughtful of you, Zhang Wenyin. What a shame he already has one. I guess he can take it back and get store credit and have a lot of money for it. And uh, Chang Cheng is uh, screaming. He starts a whole thing. He gets he gets into an argument with Jin Leong about it. He's like, what if you don't appreciate it? I'll just take it back to the store and get the money back myself. And uh, <laughs> Jin Leong, like, hugging it to his chest, like, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm keeping it. it. Yeah. I'll use it. Yeah. God. I'm going to use it. And, yeah. Don't have to be like that, Jojo. <laughs> you better let me have a turn with it because you already have one. You don't need don't need to spend all your time on them. Yeah, I want to play my Katamaris. <laughs> play my Katamaris. He's got to play his Katamaris. He's got to play his Katamaris. Anyway. So anyway, Jin Leong is uh, 
joke of Jin Leong rude to Jong yeah. Chung. Uh, uh, and, and, and Wei Wuxian's like, wow, Jong Chung was kind of right about this little boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, damn, kid is kind of a little bitch, huh? He is kind of a little bitch, unfortunately. Yeah. Shit. Like, damn. And then, uh, like. And Jong Chung's like, what the fuck is up? Where's the dog your uncle gave you? And yeah. that's when we find out that Jong Chung was not the one to give uh-huh. Jin Leong the dog, which yeah. I thought was a little cool. I think um, I think we found that out earlier. But, oh, is it? Um, yeah, oh, but this yeah, is just kind right, of a reminder, right. yeah. Yeah, your uncle. Your un- your unky. Your little uncle. And it says it was chased into some random corner by Lon John. He cares so much. I know! So Puppy puppy comes up right then yep. and scares the shit out of Wei Wuxian. Wei Wuxian's um, like, nope! He yeah. nopes the fuck out of there. And he just, yeah, he, he runs and he happens to run Right into the shit of it. Yeah, while Jin Leong and Fairy have a heartfelt reunion. Yeah, and Jung Chun just dumps his entire scolding his nephew schedule into the trash the moment he sees Wei Wuxian. He sees Wei Wuxian, and Wei Wuxian sees him, and, and Wei Wuxian turns around and yeah. runs the other fucking way, because he knows how to <laughs> choose his battles sometimes. <laughs> And then, no, you know, here's the thing about Jong Chung. He kind of has a long-distance weapon. Yeah, that's the thing. His weapon kind of has reach is the thing. Yeah, he's got a little bit of reach on that stuff. So, you know, zips it right around the foot. Yep. He he gets out of Zijian and he goes, Wuch, and Wei Wuxian gets a little Zaporewski. Yeah. He says it's not too late to whip it. And uh, Wei Wuxian f- uh, gets whipped onto his ass probably. Uh, and then fucking Zhang Sheng grabs him and drags him into a shop. These poor people. I know, they have to deal with this shitty <laughs> right fucking, at- like, domineering attitude. I would literally bar this dude from the city. Dude, like, it sucks. Like, it specifies that these the, the shop owner is, like, trying to close up for the night. And, like, you know how the fuck it is when you're closing a store and somebody comes in at the last minute and you're I like, God fucking shit. damn you. And they stay, like, 30 minutes after close, just, yeah. like, doing stupid shit. Trying to make up their mind. You're like, I gotta use the bathroom. Just let me use the bathroom real quick. Please have mercy on me. Ugh. And fucking, uh... But and in this case, we've got this angry rich man who everybody can tell like you look at him and you know immediately that he's like one angry too rich yeah one angry too rich uh three compared to you basically a demigod (laughs) yeah um just you know because that's how cultivation be what the fuck are you gonna do and he's mad He's angry as fuck. He's, he's got a big so old, mad. He's got a big old lightning whip on his shit. You don't want that in your shit. No, you don't. So you just step aside. And <laughs> you step aside and one of his boys steps in and throws some money at this shopkeeper. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, he's yeah, he's hey, just like that. Hey, sorry for our scary sec leader. Yeah. We have a couple rooms. Yeah, hey, sorry about it. Sorry, sorry about it. We're just, you know, he he does that. He's here's, mad. Here's a couple extra bucks for your trouble. Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> fucking so anyway. Sucks. So, yeah, so he does that. He drags him into like a back room. He drags him in and he's like, 
there's this look on his face. This is yeah, the way this season, chapter ends. It's very it's very crappy. It's spocky. Uh it's it's uh although his face had always been clouded, marked with arrogance and satire, it seemed as if every corner of it had come alive. It was difficult to determine whether it was vengeful wrath, fathomless hatred, or raving ecstasy. Oh god. <laughs> I don't fucking know why I like that so much. Like, sometimes when expressions are described in these translations, I have no fucking clue what they're supposed to look like. <laughs> or, like, like I guess it gets lost in translation. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of other stuff. But this description? Yeah. Woo, that shit's intense. He's, this man is scary. He's making anime crazy face. He's making anime crazy face. I love it. I can picture it so clearly. Yeah. I'm terrified of it. It's very... Uh, it's real good to I'm, me. I'm pretty sure the animators of the Dong Hall, like, read that and said, yep. And, like, because I remember, like, oh, yeah. if he didn't make any of these expressions exactly like that in the Dong Hall, then that's some fucking Berenstain Universe shit, because I can picture it that clearly. Yep. But, yep. Um, but that's where that ends, with him being scary, and uh, we go into chapter 24. Chapter 24 time! Malice part two. So, uh, Zhang Chung chucks Wei Wuxian into an empty room, and he has Fairy guard the door to, so uh, Wei Wuxian doesn't try to escape. Zhang Chung basically interrogates Wei Wuxian on his hubris level, and when Wei Wuxian starts being a wise-ass at him, he has Fairy go, like, be near him and bark at him a lot. Uh, Wei Wuxian unconsciously calls out for Lan Wangji, which makes Zhang Chung extra mad, and he's like, what's with you two? You fucking, or did he just fuck Mo Yu? And uh, Wei Wuxian says, you watch your mouth. And he says, funny joke. And uh, he gets on him about saying the thing that he'd said to Jin Liang back at Mount Dauphin. Uh, Jin Liang comes knocking on the door and says that he's got something to tell Zhang Cheng. He says that he thinks he saw Wen Yang earlier. And since Zhang Cheng can't let shit sit ever, he says, fuck Wen Yang rights and takes half his disciples to go uh, try to hunt, hunt him down. Uh, Wei Wuxian, however, knows that the Wenyang ruse was a distraction, so he's like, what you doing, little boy? And, um, thinking about it, and he, like, you know, he realizes that Jin Liang is pulling a fast one, so he's like, okay. Uh, and Jin Liang, like, soon-darily helps him escape, uh, out of gratitude, but he only gets one, and he better be fucking careful. You know. <coughs> We find out that Fairy's name is Fairy, uh, which reminds Wei Wuxian of the way Zhang Cheng named the puppies that he had when they were little. Uh, Jin Liang keeps being tsundere and says he isn't going to say thanks to Wei Wuxian. And Wei Wuxian says, you gotta. And then he apologizes for what he said on Mount Dauphin. Jin Liang says, cool, okay, I'm fine, actually. And Wei Wuxian says, look, it's Juju. And uh, while Jin Liang isn't looking, he like bops him out cold and transfers Jin Liang's curse mark onto his own body. Uh, Jin Liang wakes up and yells at Wei Wuxian, who doesn't explain any of this, and <laughs> Jin Liang runs off. Uh, Wei Wuxian has a flashback to when Zhang Fengmian found him in the street being a dirt baby, uh, and brought him back to the Lotus Pier and had Zhang Cheng get rid of his dogs because Wei Wuxian was scared of them. Uh, Zhang Cheng threw a tantrum at first, but eventually uh, he was the one chasing off the dogs for little, little baby Wei Ying. Uh, Wei Wuxian is, like, kind of feeling sad about it, uh, but he makes his way to where he's supposed to meet up with Lan Wangji, and he's there, but he looks like shit. Wonder why. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so, the first line of dialogue in this chapter is, lend me your dog. <laughs> lend me your dog. <laughs> and you know it's about to go down. Oh, you know it's gonna go down. You know when the sect leader asks you to borrow 
Your dog? Dog up, bitch. Dog up, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, it's, you know, it's pretty intense. So, John Chang is fucking vicious, dude. John Chang like, is mad as fucking wait. Like, he sends the dog immediately after wait with Sean. He, like, well, he waits, like, a second, because uh, they, they do, like, back and forth a little bit. He's like, um, it's, like, he's like, well, you know, you got anything to say to me? And no, no, the dog, the dog, the dog gets dragged forward. Oh, no, Wei Wishan gets dragged forward. So he's, he's in close proximity with the dog. Jung Chung throws him into a room. Mm -hmm. He gets the dog to, you know, stand by the door. He lures the dog out so that it'll kind of push Wei Wushan into the room. Yeah, and then he and then he has Fairy like stand by the door so Wei Wushan doesn't try to yeah. escape. And Wei Wushan's like, shit, he really knows how to get me, huh? Dude, like imagine being so close to somebody that they know like all of your deepest fears and yeah. they go from loving you and protecting you from it to using it against you in yeah. this scary fucking way. Yeah, it's really terrifying. It's, yeah. It's pretty... It's fucking ruthless. Like, how hate, mad you have to be. Yeah, I hate to think about it too hard, honestly. Yeah. now Because now I'm thinking about it really hard. I'm like, wow. It, it really... Hmm. Can I divulge something to you? Sure. I was reading these chapters, and it really hit me how much I actually dislike Jong Chung <laughs> as he is. Yeah. In, uh, in, in at least this current time. Uh, yeah. I'm like, wow, dude, you really, uh... He's got some fucking problems. You got some fucking problems. Yeah, shit is wrong with this man. I, like, really want to beat him up. <laughs> but I also want to, like, bake him a pie. Yeah. Which he'll probably find some manner of fault with and throw back in my face. And yeah. then I would proceed to beat him up. So, like, the end, the end thing is the same. Yeah. So... Jung Chen punches a hole in the wall and Wei Wushan hangs a frame on it and labels it underneath fragile masculinity. Oh my god! Fucking, <laughs> but Jung Chen does the most unbelievable goddamn thing of all time right here. <laughs> so he has a seat, okay? He has a seat. He pours himself a nice cup of tea. He just manifests tea. Yeah, I mean, there's always tea waiting in the wait, waiting in the at the table. Yeah, in these in universes. The, yeah, in the inventory room at the you know back of this shop. So unspecified he sits, shop. He sits himself down. He pours some tea. He takes a moment for everyone to sort of absorb the environment, mm -hmm. and then he throws the fucking tea on the ground <laughs> without drinking any of it. The drama of it all. The fucking. That's the tea. And then he, he like, he smirks a little bit and he goes, aren't you going to debate me? <laughs> oh, he's so awful. You got some shit to say? He's so fucking terrible. Debate me online, bro. He's fucking awful. I'm going to kick his ass. I'll own you with facts and logic. Oh, he God. He makes me so angry, but he makes me so sad. <laughs> yeah. God, and Wei Wushan's like, I don't know what to uh, say. Yeah. I don't know what to say because honestly, like, he can try to lie to him, but Zhang Chung knows him better than anybody. Yeah, like, what are they going to say to each other? Like, what do you say at it's this been, moment? Into like, how? What can? What can you say? What can you say to a person under these 
circumstance circumstances there's literally nothing to say and this has been this has been an ongoing struggle for like people who write fix mm-hmm. because their situation is so fucking complicated yeah. it'll take years mm-hmm. for it to even unravel to the point of them being on comfortable speaking terms yeah. with each other i feel mm-hmm. like and so not even comfortable just, speaking terms, just, like, workable speaking yeah, terms. Yeah, workable speaking terms where they're not, like, getting into an argument at the yeah. end of every mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. So, like, and Zhang Chang, obviously, he's not ready to hear anything that Wei Wuxian has to say. Yeah, anything Wei Wuxian could possibly say yeah. to him is going to make Zhang Chang upset. So, um... So... And Wei course, Wuxian blurts things out without thinking. <laughs> yep. Um, and then John, he's like, I, I really don't know what to say, bro. And Junction's like, you fucking never learn. Yeah. And Wei Sean's like, yeah, you really haven't, uh, you haven't shaped up on that shit either. Just take one to no one. Takes one to no one. Of course he does it without thinking. He's just so fucking, he's really bad at pretending to be anybody oh, yeah. but Wei Wuxian. I mean, he can't in be this, anybody but himself. In this case, I feel like he knows better than to even pretend. Oh, yeah. Because John Chang has got his number. Like, Oh, yeah. He, like, everybody is being like, oh, well, you whipped him with Zijian and didn't knock his soul out, so obviously it's not Wei Wuxian. But he fucking knows because it's just, he knows, nobody knows him better than he does. That shit with the dog, please. Yeah, please. It was a dead fucking giveaway. Yeah, so Wei Wuxian knows that he knows. So they're just, you know, and he's this. just uh he's talking to him very disrespectfully. Yeah. For, for talk, speaking to a sect leader, you know. Yeah. Uh and um so uh is this when he is this when John Chung six fairy on him or Yeah, does he John get, Chung does a shout and yeah. fairy gets up and Wei Wuxian's like, "Oh no." And, and fairy's like, just like fairy isn't even like attacking him. He's just like kind of barking at him and like just yeah yeah because like wait with sean says like oh who's the, you haven't really gotten much better though yeah and john chun's like all right we'll see who's improved yeah and so he sticks the fucking dog on him again uh and um uh, and john chun's like whose name did you call back there just wondering jw and wait with sean's like fucking terrified yeah he's, he's like what are you talking about just staring at the dog like <laughs> uh uh uh, uh what and john chung's like you know, come to come to think of it, how 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 long have you been uh tight with Lan Wangji? Yeah, weird how that is, huh? The so and wait, Wishan's like, oh fuck, yeah, because so without realizing it, he calls for Lan Wangji while he's getting dogged, and he calls um, for Lan Zhan. Yeah, he calls for Lan Zhan. Uh, somebody earlier this week or last week or something posted like this exact uh section. And uh, said something about, like, Zhang Cheng being upset that Wei Wuxian calls for Lan Wangji instead of him because it, like, speaks to how far they've grown apart and how Zhang Cheng is, like, yet again not the number one person in someone's life. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's like, yeah, just once again. Because, like, you know, like we just learned uh, in the in the um, summary, at least, like... Zhang Cheng used to be the person to to help him out with the dog shit. He used yep. to chase him off for him. So, yep. like, you can see little baby Wei Ying calling for Zhang Cheng when there's dogs and him coming up and being like, go away. But now he's the one calling the dogs on him and Wei Wuxian's calling for Lan Zhan. 
fucked up if true. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. Isn't that weird how things are circles? It's crazy. It's circles, as it turns out. It's circles. So, uh... And so Jong Chun continues to be rude to him with a thin veneer of politeness, which I just really like the way this section is written. Yeah. I kind of I kind of like it. They did he's a really good like, job with this He's section. clearly being such a bitch, but, yeah. like, in a way where it's it wouldn't actually... You wouldn't be able to call him out on it. Yeah, exactly. He's he's avoiding that particular responsibility of being a hard-headed piece of shit like yeah. me. And he, uh. <laughs> so he, Zhang Cheng insinuates that Lan Wanji like had a thing with Mo Xuan Yu and Wei Wuxian is like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you even go there. Don't you talk shit about Lan Zhan. He's like, you better watch your fucking language. And Zhang Cheng's like, remember, I never cared about that shit. Yeah. Like, and this Wei is Wuxian's the first... Like, Oh, right. <laughs> this is, yeah, and this is the first time in this whole thing where, like, because Wei Wuxian's been, like, you know, tense at best yeah. at this part, but this is the first time that he's actually, like, been, like, outwardly upset with Zhang Cheng yeah. about any of this, yeah. and it's when he talks smack about Lan Wangji. Don't you fucking talk about that boy like that. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve that. Lan Wangji has never fucked. How dare oh, yeah. you say otherwise? I think Wei Wuxian is probably convinced that no matter what Zhang Chung throws at him, he's a terrible person, so he deserves it anyway. But the minute you bring Lan Wangji yeah. into it... Lan Wangji, who is good and who we all do stand, He didn't do nothing in yeah. Wei Wuxian's eyes as far as, you know... You don't fuck with concerned. a Lan Wangji stand. Don't fuck with a Lan Wangji stand. Don't fuck with Lan Wangji Twitter. So. But Zhang, Wei Wuxian's like, watch your language. And Zhang Chung's like, oh yeah, you want to tell me to watch my language? You watch your language on Dauphin Mountain? Yeah, he says, funny, Remember that shit? funny joke. Uh, so, Zhang Cheng being mad for Jin Liang uh, is very much a top 10 saddest juju moments yeah. to me. Uh, yep. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he's like 20 times angrier now than he was before. Because he's had time to let it stew mm-hmm. and no outlet for it. Yep. And he is so mad. And immediately Wei Ying is like, ooh. He says, ooh. Like, and like pulls his car. Ooh. <clears throat> and Wei Wuxian is like trying to find the words to say, but he's literally at a loss for Yeah, he's going, he's like, a goo. A goo. A homina homina. Um, and he's like, John Chong's like, oh, yeah, don't, don't fucking worry about saying anything. You can really think about the shit you're going to say when you come and see my parents' tombstones. Yeah, he says, take it up with mom and dad. Take it up with mom and dad in hell. Yeah. I mean, uh, heaven, obviously. Yeah, mom and dad who I love and who are definitely in Taoist heaven or whatever. 100%. They're, they're in ancient Chinese vampire times heaven. They probably reincarnated into yeah. something lovely. Yeah. Um... Uh, so, Wei Wuxian, or they, uh, 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 uh... Wei Wuxian's freaking out. He's trying to figure out what the fuck he's gonna do to get out of this fucking situation. Uh, yeah. He's so uncomfortable. And then uh, suddenly, Jin Leong comes up at the exact Yeah, guess who's here? Time. Guess who's here? It's Jin Leong. He's like, Jojo! Jojo! <laughs> and Chong Chong's like, didn't I fucking tell you not to move? What the hell are you doing here? Jin Leong's like... Listen, I just remembered something that I saw while I was out. Okay, you really need to listen to me. He just... He... He's like, hey, hey, um, uh, I'd have told you that I saw the WMD right away if you were nice to me, but, um, you were mean, so... You were mean to me, so, like, I totally blacked out and forgot about it. It's not my fault. I was having an anxiety attack. <laughs> I was having a problem. Why does this always happen to Why me? Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> 
And Jong uh, Chung's like, fucking okay, tell me, and then get the fuck out of here. And uh, Jin Leong says, I saw Wen Young out in the woods. And I saw Wen Young, I totally saw him, 100%. And then Jong Chung fucking makes a Jong Chung shaped hole in the wall as yeah. he goes to leave. Because he's he, on attack mode. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he puts himself in attack mode. Fucking. So, like, Jin Leong basically says, like... He eggs him. He goads him into going into attack mode, to be fair. Yeah. Because he's like, well, you better go catch him quick. And if you can't catch him, it's because your vibes are too bad. Not mine. Not mine. I'm pretty sure this is how Wily Coyote works. Like, you put the bad vibes out, and that's why you're a shitty hunter. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's just how it is. You reap what you sow. Um, Or I guess you don't reap what you, you... You reap... It, you sow shit, you reap shit. You reap it, you sow shit. You reap it, you reap it, you sow it. You reap it, you sow it, you that's right. Sh- you shit it, you shit it. You shit it, you sow it, so. You shit it, you sow it. <laughs> uh, so, John Chong's like, okay, fine, I'll deal with you later. And then he, like, blows out of there to go look for Wen Yang. He completely yeah. fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, he says, he says, don't you fucking move. You gotta bring this zombie everywhere with you, this do- zombie WMD. And Wei Wishan says, what can I say? He's dead. Because he's like, at this point, Wei Wishan has, like, done enough brain math to be like, oh, okay, Jin Leong's doing a bit. I'll go along with it. He, so he just yes-ands him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, so Zhang Cheng said, turn Wen Yang's grave into a unisex bathroom and gets the fuck up out. Um, or no, yeah. not quite yet, because Jin Leong, like, keeps goading Juju. He's like, why'd you lock yourself up with the known gay? And Zhang Cheng says, this isn't a question you should be asking. Because <laughs> you're not old enough to know about fuck. I'll tell you when you're older. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking just, just, like, watch him. Yeah. And you know, if he's gone, if he's gone, when I get back, you know what's gonna happen to you. Dude, you know Zhang Cheng has never given Jin Leong the talk. He never will be that one. No, he'd be too, I mean, I feel like he's probably too thin-faced to do it. <laughs> he couldn't possibly. He'd just get too embarrassed and frustrated because he's embarrassed. Yeah. And then he'd just, like, yell and storm out of the room. He doesn't want to be reminded. Do your own research and he does- storm out of the He room. doesn't want to be reminded that he himself has never fucked. But no, no, he's a Valsil. He is Valsil. Actually, he Valsil? No, he's We've been cell. over this. He's, he's like, he's like... He's, like, voluntarily incel. He's extremely closeted gay is what he is. Yeah, but he's vol-incel. He's, like, he's, because, like, the way I've put it is, like, he's incel, but he's mad about being incel in a way that you're not typically mad about being it. Because, like, incels are mad because they can't get fuck or whatever. Um, but he's mad because, like, it's... No woman is good enough. yeah. It's the women's fault that they suck. Oh no, that's that's a pretty typical insult yeah. viewpoint. Actually, no, I'm losing yeah, my no, I'm insult. losing I'm losing my train of thought. But there's a there's a there's something. It's like it's like he's purposely going out of his way to make sure everything is as bad as possible, so he can keep being incel. Yeah, he's like I have to be miserable. Looking I for must excuses do and justifications. Oh for yeah, himself. I must be miserable. But anyway. Sex is a thing you learn from the genes. That's yeah. you, 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 you stay at home and learn that shit. Anyway, um, uh, so Jin Leong, like, after John Chung runs off, Jin Leong, like, kind of comes back a few minutes later, and he stole Zijian because John Chung's too blinded by rage to notice. 
Yeah, he just went out with his sword looking. He was Wen Yang hunting. Yeah, he's out hunting. And Zijian, uh, we find out, recognizes Jin Liang as one of its masters. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty fun, isn't it? It's so good. It's cute and good. It's so good. That's his only... It's... Jin Liang is the only baby. He's the only baby in the world. He's the only baby in the world, and Zhang Chen is only going to let the only baby in the world have control over his cool whip. That's right. So now Jin Liang has the cool whip. He doesn't he do anything with he it. He doesn't do anything with it. He just holds on to it. He puts yeah. it on. It's a fun ring now. Yeah, it's just a fun ring. He stole it so he can look cool while he jailbreaks Wei Wuxian. Yeah, he jailbreaks Wei Wuxian. They get the fuck out of there. <laughs> and Fairy is following them. And Wei, Wei Wuxian's like, what the fuck? I want to do with this. Why is he coming along? <laughs> and Jin Leong's like, oh my God. So he like whistles and it, it runs away. And Jin Leong sneers and calls him a loser. <laughs> Which is good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, And this is where we find out that Fairy's name is Fairy. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't get why you're being such a, weirdo about it fairy's a spiritual dog fairy's a good boy do you really think it was gonna bite you it's like fairy's like the goodest boy on the planet and Wei Wuxian's like your dog's name is fairy bro bro and Jin Leong's like uh yeah I mean yeah take it up with God Wei Wuxian's like you named your fucking dog fairy Jin Leong's like uh, well, it yeah. used to be Little Fairy, but now he grew up, so... Yeah, what's wrong with that? I, I obviously can't keep calling him Little Fairy, so like, <laughs> he's a I'm big gonna boy call now. him Fairy, because he, he's a big boy, and he eats big boy treats. So, he's, like, he's a big boy who eats big boy treats just like me. I'm a big man, and I need a big shredder. So, like, I don't know what the fuck you want from me. <laughs> and Wei Sean's like, oh, no, no, that's not, that's not the fucking point. Like, who... Who taught you to name animals like that? <laughs> and then he thinks about it and he's like, oh, no, it was definitely Zhang Chen. Yeah, he's like, oh, I know. Because <laughs> you know old boy had his puppies, Princess Jasmine and Love. It says the names of expensive girls in brothels. Jesus. Like, Jesus. Like, why do you care anyway? Anyway, like, you offended my uncle, so get the fuck out of here before he sees you. We're square. Yeah, he says, you get one. Now get up out. And Wei Wuxian's like, do you know why your uncle's after me? And Leong's like, yeah, he thinks you're Wei Wuxian. No big deal. Yeah, fucking stupid. Whatever. You're you're too gay to be Wei Wuxian, actually, so I don't think he's right. I think he's just being juju about it. Uh, and uh, so, like, when is it that he... Because Jin Leong says, like, I'm not going to... Uh, Don't think I'll be grateful just because you saved me. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's the most scenery little punk in existence. He's such a little punk. He and says, Wei Wuxian's like, hmm, listen, buddy. Young fucking, man. Okay, so first first of all, uh, Jin Leong says, Don't expect me to say anything cringeworthy. And <laughs> Wei Wuxian gets in his chair, turns it backways, sits down, looks at him and says, Son... Sometimes we all must post cringe. Let me rap at you, son. <laughs> Let me rap at you about posting cringe. There are two things you gotta say. And Jinliang's like, what? <laughs> Wei Wuxian's like, thank you, and I'm sorry. Jinliang's like, what? This What's gonna stupid. happen if I don't say him? You gonna call the cops? <laughs> Wei Wuxian's gonna be like, you're gonna be choking on blood and tears one day, and you're gonna be saying both those things, so... Watch your fucking back. He doesn't actually say that. Yeah. He's like, you're going to say that one day in tears. Yeah. So be you better sleep with... D 
Did I ever tell you about when I was 14 and I had my uh, anti-Avril Lavigne website on GeoCities? Yes. And I got hate mail on it one time and the person, or no, it wasn't even an email. It was through AOL. (laughs) Somebody IM'd me on AOL and uh, they told me that I had better, quote unquote, sleep with one eye open, uh, spelled O-E-N-I-O-P-N. So I better sleep with one eye open, and that's what that's what's happening here. Yeah, sleep with one eye open. Sleep with one eye open. And like uh, Wei Wuxian completely unprompted is like, hey man, I'm really sorry. Yeah. And Jin Leong like has never been apologized to about the shit that somebody said to him about, you know, not having a mom or being a little bitch or whatever. He's so, blinking Drew Scanlon.gif. Yeah, he's like taking it back. He's like, uh it's uh Fine. It's fine. Whatever. I'm a big boy. And I'm going to be an even bigger boy someday. Yeah, I'm going to show all of you. I'm going to show you what it's about. I'm a big kid. And I can buy my own Happy Meal. Yeah. (laughs) And then Wei Wuxian's like, oh shit, Juju. And he goes, and uh, he looks and then. Wei Wuxian karate chops him. Yeah. And he, he falls on He does the fucking Austin Powers judo chop. Yeah. And <laughs> once Jin, Long, Jin Leong is unconscious, Wei Wuxian doesn't even fucking hesitate to remove the curse and transfer it onto his body once he figures out that that's the only viable option for mm-hmm. Jin Leong to survive. Yep. Which, like, that's crazy to me, dude. He knew the risks of this. Mm-hmm. He knew that, like, it's you're marked for fucking death. And he's like... Okay, well, so long as Jin Leong is alive, it's yep. fine. That's because he's the only baby. Yep, he's the only baby. And Jin Leong gets up, he's like, what the fuck? Why'd you hit me? What's wrong with me, weirdo? What'd not you even, do? Not What's even wrong Chong with Chong hits me. Yeah, and so... Chong's like, for real? Yeah. <laughs> Chong Chong is just completely full of shit about breaking his legs. Oh, and yeah. He's, all the shit. And the fact that he is full of shit is hilarious, but also... Kind of a relief. Yeah. You know. Uh, I sure do not like the fact that he even says that. I don't like that there's clearly this atmosphere of him holding this threat yeah. over Jin Leong's head. I don't fucking like that. Yeah. But, Even though, know, like, Jin Leong, like, He clearly doesn't like, take it seriously. Yeah, he clearly knows that it's all bullshit. He knows um, that it's all bullshit. He continues like, to act out. He never yeah. does. He ever get punished in any capacity by Zhang Cheng? No. <laughs> so yeah, like he knows that too. Not in my memory. Jin Liang knows he's just gonna get away with the shit. Yeah. But, so, um, so uh, Jin Liang uh, curses him out, yells at him. Uh, he's like, <laughs> after Jin Liang explains that you know he's he's only saying it when he says he's gonna punch me out. And so Wei Wuxian, like, Jin Liang is about to beat him up, and Wei Wuxian, of course, like, covers himself, and he's like, oh, Hong Wang Jun! Hong Wang Jun me! He, like, calls out for Hong Wang Jun. And Jin Liang is scared of Hong Wang Jun, so he runs off. Um, and because? <sighs> because, you know, like, Zhang Cheng can't really beat him up because they're basically of the same sect, but Lan Wang Ji? Mm-hmm. That shit's no off holds the table. Barred. No oh, holds yeah. barred. And you see Lan Wangji? Bro, you don't want to cross that man. You, you see, really don't want to cross that man. He is a brick shit hoose. His shadow casts a shadow. He, his fucking biceps have biceps. 
That's horrifying to think about, but you're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Much champ ass. Anyway. Much um, champ ass. So anyway, like, Wei Wuxian has, like, cool, fun flashback. Yeah. To being a homeless, dirty street boy. Yeah, being dirt baby. Being dirt baby. Back when Zhang Fangmian, like, combed the streets of Yiling to try and find him. So let's do the math here, because it's very easy math to do. Like, I yeah. may have gotten my degree in English, but I think I can subtract five from nine and come out with four. Yeah. Um, so it says that, like, after Zhang Fengmian, uh heard that uh, Wei Ying's parents died, he, like, basically devoted himself to finding little baby. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so he spent four years doing that, which is, like, that's, like, half of Zhang Cheng's life. Yup. His own child. Yep. And, like more or less, you know, a, a, in whatever capacity, a very big chunk of John Yonley's life, too. Yeah. When they're, like, at their most, you know, at their neediest and, you know, almost their neediest, but, like, at their most, like, developing, you know, a more conscious relationship with their parents' yeah. age. And can he's you, just off looking for somebody else's fucking kid. Can you believe that somebody tried to snippily start an argument with me on Twitter by saying that... Um, well, obviously he was only looking for Wei Wuxian to, like, honor his friendship that he had with, with the parents. And I'm like, really? He spent four fucking years ignoring his own children, running around looking for this street boy. And then, once he got a hold of the street boy, proceeded to treat him better than either of his children and give him more attention than either of his children, just for the sake of honoring his dead friends... Yeah, yeah, okay, uh-huh. Like, I'm sure it wasn't his weird fixation on Songs of Summer, and I'm sure that's what happened. But, you know, I'm just spitballing here. Like, like, okay, so, like, if, let's say, God forbid, let's say something were to happen to Friends of the Us, like Colin and Zakira. Yeah. If they had kids and something happened to them. I'm yeah. not wishing this on them in any case. They're, you know, but they're our closest friends, and I love yeah. them to death. Mm. Um, I would, of course want to do anything in my power to help their kids out. Yeah. I would absolutely do that in a heartbeat. Um, you know, they would, they would, they would be, you know, those are very important people in my life and I would want to do right by their kids. Yeah. In whatever way I can. However, if I had my own kids, I'm not about to spend four years going up to God knows where looking for them when I have my own fucking kids at home and my own basically business to run. Yeah. Jump on me on it. Bro. Sorry, you cannot make excuses for him here. Bro. You really can't. I understand that a lot of characterization of side characters in Modau depends almost entirely on gossip and hearsay and you as the reader forming your own opinions on the different kinds of gossip that you hear other characters spouting. And but I know this- there's a lot of cultural stuff that, like, I'm sure the, you know, wanting to honor them is a bigger part of it than sure. um, than we as Westerners understand. But still... Still, it's pretty fucking weird. Yeah. And, the, like, the person that argued with me was making the argument that, like, oh, yeah, Yu Ziyun was just crazy. And she was just making all this up. And I'm like, uh-huh, we didn't read the same book, baby. We sure did not read the same book. Bro. So I really don't understand. I, mm. I just, mm, like, 
Like, just uh, going, going from spending all of that time looking for him, and, you know, it's... I am very glad that after Weying's parents died, and after he had to spend all that time on the street, he did have somebody who was there for him and showing him some affection. Yeah, someone he cared enough about it. him to yeah. do that. That's good. At the expense of other kids? Yeah. That person's own kids? Yeah. Fuck no! Absolutely not. The fuck is wrong with this man? Just, I just think it's gross. I don't think it's an admirable thing for him to have fixated on. He could have done it so much fucking better. He could have done it like a normal person, but he had to be like this about it. He had to be fucking weird about it, so. Yeah. Anyway, Whatever. so John Fongmian's a fucking weirdo. Um, so, yeah, John Fongmian's a fucking weirdo. So he ends up finding Wei Wuxian. He brings him back. To Yoon Mong, and Wei Wuxian is, of course, totally jazzed to be there. Yeah. He's just jazzed no matter what. Like, no matter what situation he's in, he's feeling it. He's vibing. We get such a good little passage where... So, basically, he's... Uh, Wei Wuxian is having this little flashback, kind of, like, in terms of uh, things that Jung Yanli told him. Because mm-hmm. she was a little bit older. She's, like, three or four years older than them. Yeah. Um... So she, we get this little passage uh, that says, Jung Yanli said that he was born with a smiling look. No matter what unfortunate thing happened, he wouldn't cling, cling on to them no matter what situation he was in. He would be happy. Although it sounded a bit heartless, it really wasn't bad. So he was just a happy little dude. He was a happy baby. He was a happy little dude. And to an extent, he retained that same kind of general outlook on life yeah. for as long as he lived, at least the first time. Yeah. And, you know, now the second time, too. Yeah. Just a good little... Just a good-hearted baby. Just a happy, good-hearted baby. So, Chung Fung Myon feeds him a piece of melon, brings him home. Yeah. And Zhang Chung is at home, and he has puppies. He has a big old pile of puppy. And one of the things that triggered this flashback was Wei Wuxian thinking about how when he was on the streets, mm-hmm. he only he pretty much only remembers being attacked by dogs for food. And yeah. so obviously he's very upset at the puppies. And Zhang Fengmian uh, eventually convinces Zhang Cheng to, you know, yeah. send the puppies away. Yeah. And I kind of... I kind of enjoy having this in the novel because in the show it was just like Zhang Feng me on like strong arms Zhang Chung into taking the puppies away like yeah it, you know at least he su- it says he suggested for Zhang Chung to send the dogs away yeah. he suggested it and Zhang Chung he didn't want to do it but like he still you know he threw a tantrum he threw yeah. some shit around he's got to be dramatic and upset about it he's got to throw a big old hissy fit first before he's okay with it just like I do oh yeah exactly. anytime there's a big change in my life yeah pretty much and so Zhang Chung eventually sends him away and he's like, he kind of begrudges Wei Wuxian for it at first, but eventually it becomes kind of a, kind of a thing with him, kind of a bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Wei Wuxian will get scared by a dog. Zhang Chung will chase the dog away. Uh, Wei Wuxian is saved from peril and Zhang Chung gets some clowning in. Yeah. It's a symbiotic relationship. It's, it's just brother stuff. Yeah. Just hashtag brother stuff. And he's like, man, I thought he'd be my brother forever. And that Lone Wangji would be my... My enemy, My arch nemesis. Oh, how the turns have tabled. Yep. And then uh, then we kind of snap out of the flashback, and Lone Wangji is there, 
uh, at the spot they were going to meet up at, and his eyes are, like, red, and he just looks shitty. Yeah, he looks like shit. Yeah, he looks like shit. He looks like he went a couple rounds with something. Yes, but we, we don't know what that is, but we'll find out next week. Wow, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. We'll find out next week when we read three chapters. Three old chapters. Three of them. They're they're all pretty short. They yeah. all kind of flow together. I might, mm. I might, I don't remember 100% off the top of my head how much they're all part of the same scene, but depending on how much they are, I might just do one big summary. Okay. But um, we're reading chapters 25, 26, and 27. Uh, which are parts three through five of the Malice arc. And that'll be finishing up this little arc. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so, those are our chapters this week. Um, do you want to get into some Google Translate Essence Collection? You know I do. Hell yeah. So, I've got three of them. Three of them. You get three. Um, the first two are very old. I'm... 99% sure they're from Chinese, but I don't remember the context. Most likely. So here's number Huan. All right. <laughs> Zhang Chengsong had purple power, and both hands clasped each other's solid body and said, I just want to kill you. Wow, this is like, this is pretty thematically consistent with our questions are mm-hmm. for this week. Just kind of a, kind of an edgelord. Yeah, just kind of an edgelord. I just want to kill you. Bottom text. Yeah, I'm thinking he's, he probably whipped Zijian out and mm-hmm. he has Wei Wuxian in the grip. Mm-hmm. And he's threatening him. I yeah. think that's probably what this yeah. is. Yeah, I don't know who Zhang Chengsong is. Zhang Chengsong. I like purple power because, like, I mean, we know Zijian means purple lightning, but I like purple, or I like power being translated like like it's the fucking power bill. Purple power makes me <laughs> makes me think that Zhang Cheng is like a children's superhero. It's time for purple power, and he's like this grumpy businessman by day but by night he's purple power (laughs) this is this tracks in the teenage mutant ninja turtles theme song john chung song had purple power (laughs) it's good john chung song had purple power uh so the next one the next one's just kind of a bit of poetry for your life okay a little bit of poetry yeah Today's wind is really embarrassing. Today's moon is really bright. Today's dog food is really full. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's all you need in life. A nice embarrassing wind. I guess maybe that's a fart. (laughs) That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, so the first one's a fart. Today's moon is really bright. So that's his ass. Um, and today's dog food is really full. Don't know what that could be. Probably it's just, a big just old, dog food. Yeah, it's just a big old bowl of kibbles. Yeah, it's just kind of a kind of a solid it, can of Alpo. Yeah, what if it's out what if it's dog farts? This I whole passage nasty. Yeah, I mean it is Why? nasty, but it sounds like that's what it is. I hate that. Anyway, uh, so this last one is a little bit longer. Um, I do have the context for this one. So this one's from Chinese. This one's like uh, like a case fic. Okay. <clears throat> um. Uh, so Lan Wangji and Wei Wuxian and the juniors are out and about. They're doing their thing. They're trying to solve a case. Um, they found some like fucked up weird birds who are acting weird. And uh, one of them just 
like, I think got really huge or something and ate fairy. Oh, great. Uh, I think he gets better. We'll, we'll get there. Before Jin Liang called out, the black mist spit out the faint black-haired mandarin dog. The dark mist of resentment regrouped into birds, but it was different from the previous one. The resentment was perfectly restrained, and the whole pigeon, except for the black color, looked like an ordinary domestic pigeon. At this moment, the dove has a paralyzed calf, a calf turned over, and a buttocks sitting not far from the fairy. The bird's face is full of remorse, and tears and frustration look at the unconscious, normal breathing, and a little blood on his body. No sleeping fairy. <laughs> no sleeping fairy. What the fuck? <laughs> Kids and buttocks? <laughs> just like, I just imagine like they ate all of the body except for the ass. Like they were saving <laughs> the ass for last, like a butt delicacy. <laughs> he has a paralyzed calf, a calf turned over, the Beto calves. Um, he's, it kept fucking translating bird as pigeon. Like, oh specifically God. pigeon. Just and a New York-style pigeon. Just a pigeon. poor fairy. I really like the black-haired mandarin dog. Mandarin dog? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cute. It is kind of cute. It makes me picture, like, a like a little... It, like, kind of a Pokemon kind of thing, where it's mandarin like... Mandarin dog. Yeah, it's like a Clementine, but it has dog features. It's a fruity dog. Yeah! It's a grass type. That's really cute. I really like it. I um, like fruity dog. Fruit dog. Uh, for dog rights. Uh, so that's our Google Translate this week. Nice Love it. Very nice Google Translate essence, essence collection. Uh, so do you want to move into questions? Uh, let's do some questions. Let's do some questions. Uh, if you have questions, you can send them to cloud recesses, cloud recess, sorry, cloud recess you pod, one. just the one at, uh, Twitter or, uh, cloud recesses pod? Oh, fuck, I'm blanking. What are we on tr- Tumblr? Cloud recesses pod.tumblr.com yeah. slash ask. That's cloud recesses. Cloud recesses. That's the ticket. Um, so we have two questions this week. We got one on Dwinder and one on Dumblr. So let's go to Dwinder first. Dwinder! Fucking VIP of the question segment, Ask Jovery. VIP of the question segment, Ask Jovery, coming in clutch every single time. Thank you, Fran. Thank you. At Ask Jovery asked this time around. Okay. In honor of Lon Seashoy's birthday, what do you think is the best part of an outsider's view of some random chaotic twink shacking up with the esteemed Hong Guang <laughs> Um, Yeah, yesterday was Seashoy's birthday. Happy birthday, Seashoy. Happy birthday, Seashoy. Just um, watching dude climb all over <laughs> this completely stoic mountain of a man and just watching how indulgent the silent one is with yeah. the big chaotic one. Like, what the fuck? Like, why is he just <clears throat> letting him do this in public? Why is he letting him climb up him like a fucking monkey trying to get a banana? Why is he letting this guy talk his fucking ear off? He doesn't even look like he's interested. What is going on? <laughs> I think that'd be my favorite. It's very good. So what, would that be your favorite? Yeah, too? I think you so. Think yeah, I think so? I'm in agreement. Yeah. Just watching him be just completely... Way too indulgent. Oh, yeah. There's no way to underindulge. Our cat is watching us now. 
Mimi. If you heard a weird, like, kind of crinkly noise a second ago, it was she, her licking a plastic bag in the background. She's bag licking. Yeah, she likes she likes the sound. What you doing? Are you here to ask questions? Do you have something you want to know about? Morale? Me? Is she a spiritual cat? She's Hi. a spiritual cat, huh? Well, this fits with our next question. Oh, yeah? On Tumblr from All Anonymous. Right. So, on Tumblr, Anonymous asked, If you had a spiritual dog, what would you name it? Are you part of the Zhang Chung and Jin Liang school of naming your animals weird things? Or do you prefer to give them human names and forcing acquaintances to play spouse or dog when you talk about them? <laughs> What is the worst slash best pet name you've ever heard? Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, so this is several questions. Okay, so Spiritual first off, dog, what would we name it? I don't know. Like, because I'd have to know the dog. Like, when you, ha- when you get a pet, like, I feel like you kind of need to feel their vibe in yeah. order to name them. What if our spiritual dogs were Steve and Barbara Wilkinson? What if they were Steve and Barbara Wilkinson? We used to joke we used to joke all the time that we were gonna get a pair of pugs, a girl and a boy, and we were gonna name them Steve and Barbara Wilkinson. <laughs> and we were gonna refer to them as the Wilkinsons only and confuse everyone like, are they talking about like some like old people that they like take care of or something? Like Yeah, yeah we're, we're just gonna go take a walk with the Wilkinsons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have dinner with the Wilkinsons tonight. You're going to have dinner with the Wilkinsons tonight. Yeah, Steve and Barbara, are those our spiritual animals? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Um, Um, Are we part of the Zhang Chung and Jin Leong school of naming our animals weird things? Or do we prefer to give them human names and forcing acquaintances to play spouse or or pet? I think we've answered that. I think we've answered that. I like like human-ish names for animals a lot of the time. I think they're either really fitting or just kind of funny. Yeah, like... uh, Like, you ever met a cat named Greg? <laughs> That's peak fucking comedy. It's peak comedy. Like our uh our former roommate's friend who had a dog named uh was his name Charlie and they kept calling him Charles. Yeah, Charles. Charles. My uh, one of my managers has a has a corgi named Winston. <laughs> I think it's great. I love when animals have people names. It's really good. Um, what is the worst slash best pet name you've ever heard? Uh, those are the exact same thing. I have a couple favorites. Um, uh, one of my internet friends, uh, has a sphinx cat whose name is Sticky. Sticky is great. Sticky is fucking excellent. Um, especially because Sticky is apparently, like, just super gross. So I I love that. (laughs) Um, uh, one of my favorite, uh internet pet names is I really like the internet cat of uh, Princess Monster Truck. Princess Monster Truck is fucking amazing. Yeah, please look up Princess Monster Truck. If you don't know who she is, she's the big black fluffy cat with the like protruding lower mandible and the like yeah the underbite with the big fangs she's so good. She's an angel and she's she's also the only one that I can remember because I have no no memory capacity to speak of. (laughs) Love that. Love uh, that. Those are all our questions. So that was it for questions. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Everybody who sent in the questions. The questions. So uh, before we get into housekeeping, just reminder uh, that we're doing our, our Valentine's Day contest. We talked about it at the beginning. Uh, if you want to uh, go ahead and send stuff in for it, send it to cloudrecessespod at gmail.com. Yep. Subject line, Valentine. It seriously does not need to be polished. 
doesn't need to be a masterpiece. Just needs to be something cute and fun that you would like to hear us read. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It can be a total fucking meme. Yes. And if you... And if you want to put up someone else's art work, someone else's fic work, just ask their permission yeah. first. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just be courteous. I'd be happy to do that. I'm sh- There's definitely some fun stuff out there already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we will be, we'll be putting up some criteria uh, in the next few days. Yeah. Yeah, just so you can have those concretely. But Please anyway. go ahead and do that cloud recesses. Pod at gmail.com. Good old gmail. Uh, so yeah, let's let's clean up this fucking house. Let's clean it up a little bit. We have a Patreon. We do have a Patreon, and did you know that if you give us a dollar a month? One single dollar's worth of treats. A single dollar's worth of treats, we're gonna give you a treat. You can be a you disciple. Get a treat for tr- you get a treat for a treat. Treats for treats. Treats treat on treats on treat treat trade. Treat trade. Treats. Uh, for $1 of treats a month, you can be a disciple of the show and get access to all of our Patreon-exclusive bonus content, uh, including She's in Get iPad. She's in Get iPad. We did just recently release uh, an episode for yeah. that. Uh, plus, you get a special role in our Discord. For $5 a month, you can be a sec leader of the show and get all that, plus a more special role in our Discord channel. And you get a little thank you shout-out on the show. Uh, and if you'd like... You can send us a quick little message for us to read. Maybe we can read it in your funny Edward Elric voice. Oh, I guess that's okay. I don't want to read this crap. I just, <laughs> just want to study my books and tell everybody how much cooler I am than them for being an atheist. <laughs> uh, and then our top tier... Big big spender, uh, you can be, for $10 a month, you can be chief cultivator of the pod recesses chief world. Chief cultivator. One of many, one of any number of chief cultivators that are allowed to exist in the pod recesses world. Uh, we don't it, play by the rules, baby. We don't play by the rules. We're breaking all the rules, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can get all of that and an even more special role in our Discord. Uh, and you can send us requests for things to stream. Uh, we gotta do a stream, and we need to do a live reading sometime soon, I think. Definitely. In my IMO. Um, so shout out to our $5 sec leaders, Colin Arnold, Sarah McClintock, and Lenny Williams. Thank you, guys! Thank you for supporting us. And thank you to $10 chief cultivator of the pod recesses world, Scout. Scout, number one in our hearts. Number one. Thank you to Noisepace.xyz for being our podcast network. Thank you, Sec Leader Matt. Thank you, Sec Leader Matt, for having another very good internet cat, Looker. Looker uh, is a great cat. <laughs> Looker is fucking excellent. Looker is a great pet name also. Looker, I've talked about how much I love Looker as a name before. Looker it's is ideal. so fucking good. It's good. Uh, check out Noisepace. You can find a bunch of other good podcasts such as Jurgenit, uh, Fear Baiting, The Stick, uh, The Wonder Yerks. Uh, HKIP. HKIP. I was on the most recent episode. It was very good and cute. They did little uh, New Year's predictions. Yeah. 2020 predictions. 2020. Would you guess it? I think maybe HK is PGTD. It would be nice. I hope so. Not God. a thread, just a fact. Just a statement. Let's pray. Let's all let's all join hands. <coughs> let's speak this it into 2020. Existence. Let's get together. Let's join hands and let's all get on a plane and find Henry Kissinger's buried phylactery. <laughs> 
and destroy it Henry forever. Ki- Henry Kissinger has Pokemon become a lich. Uh, once again, I'm Roy. I'm on Twitter at SimperFunny and also on my Modow side blog, which is Yeeling Hypebeast. And I'm Fallon. I'm on Twitter at America's Burden or at my Don May side blog at Himbo Zongju, Z-O-N-G-Z-H-U. Uh, you can find the us of the pod recesses at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com and on twitter.com slash cloudrecess, just the one pod. Uh, we're on all your podcast apps, all the websites. Uh, go ahead and rate us and subscribe to us and comment and like and all that crap. Interact and Interact. engage. Interact. Please. Inter- we're doing intergagement. <laughs> we're doing an intergagement kind of thing. Kind of a kind of an intergagement moment. Kind of a moment, yeah. Uh, so you can also join our Discord. The link is, as always, in the description. And you know what we say at the end of every episode? Semper Bunny! Semper Bunny! Good night! Bye!